نواصل معكم في هذه الليلة المباركة الكريمة عونا من الرحمن الرحيم. So we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Mustafidina muta'alimina min ilmi al-hadith. Min ilmi al-hadith. As we came, so we come together tonight, Yaqwan, learning together collectively. Deriving benefit from the science of Al-Hadith. فَمَسْمُ الْكِتَابِ اِخْتَرُنَاهُ يَا إِخْوَانِ لِأَنْ نَبْدَأَ بِهِ What's the name of the book that we have decided to, to begin with in our Hadith class? أَرْبَعِينَ نَوَوِيَّةِ أَرْسَنْتُمْ وَمَنْ صَاحِبُ هَذَا الْكِتَابِ And who's the author of this book? Imam Al-Nawawi what was the madhab of Imam al-Nawawi? Shafi'i. He used to follow the madhab of Imam al-Shafi'i. What's the ruling on taking a madhab? Is wajib, mustahab, makroob, haram. It's obligatory, recommended, haram. Hate it or allow? Recommend it? Allow? Recommend it? Little Shaykh? What's the ruling when taking a madhab? What do you say when you don't know? If you don't know, what do you say? I don't know. Allah I sent him. This for one of our beloved daughters, one of our beloved sisters. What's the ruling on taking a madhab? Huh? One of our one of our sisters. Is it obligatory? Recommended? Haram? Hate it or allow? You don't know. Ah, that works. Entama. Tai. Ida kunna anhu ala jawab. Tai. Ida kunna anhu ala wujub. Ain't the delay. Ain't the amr min Allah. Ain't the amr min Nabi. If we say it's obligatory, where is the command from Allah? Where is the command from the Prophet? If we say it's recommended to take a madhab, it's better to be Shafi'iyan, Hanafiyan, Malikiyan, Hanbaliyan. It's better to follow madhab. If we say that, where is the command from Allah or the command from the Prophet? فَالْعُلَمَاءِ يُبَيِّنُونَ لَنَا أَنَّ الْحُكُمِ يَبَقَى عَلَى الْجَوَاسِ So the scholars they say that the ruling remains upon its salaw. إِذَا عَبْدُ يُرِيدُ أَنْ يَتَخِذَ مَذْهَبًا مَا وَلَا يُقَلِّدْ فَهَذَا الْجَائِزِ If a person wants to follow any madhab, as long as he doesn't blind follow, that's salaw, dear ikhwan. طَيْبْ حفظنا كم حديثا يا إخوان؟ how many hadith we memorized so far؟ لعلنا تكلمنا عن حديث كثير يا إخوان لا؟ it seems that we talked a lot about hadith. ما تمررنا إلا بحديث واحد. we only memorized one hadith so far. طيب من حفظ الحديث ويريد أن يقرأ فليقرأ. whoever memorized the hadith who memorized the hadith firstly and wants to recite or you want me to just call on you randomly. who memorized the hadith and wants to recite. فضي يا شيخ عن أمير المؤمنين
حفصل عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنيات وإنما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته لدنيا يصيبها أو امرأة ينكحها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه رواه البخاري ومسلم أحسنت أحسنت ومن أيضا عن أمير المؤمنين أبي حسن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنيات وإنما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته للدنيا يصيبها أو امرأة ينكحها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه اتفق عليه جميلا جميلا فضل شيخ عن أمير المؤمنين أبي حفص عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنيات وإنما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله فمن كانت هجرته لدنيا يصيبها فامرأة ينكحها هجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه أحسنت أحسنت إمام رأس نكس حديث إن شاء الله فضي أخي عن أمير المؤمنين أبي حسن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنية وإنما لكل مئة ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته للدنيا ومن كانت هجرته للدنيا للدنيا يصيبها أو أمرات ينكحها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه جميلا جميلا أحسنتم طيب تفضل ومن بعده إمام حفظ أنت نبي المؤمنين أبي حسن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما أعمال بالنيات إنما لكل من نوى ومن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته لدنيا يصيبها أو مات ينكحها فهجرته إلى لما هاجر إليه رواه البخاري ومسلم ما شاء الله ما شاء الله أمير المؤمنين أبي حفص عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنيات وإنما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته لدنيا يصيبها أو امرأة ينكحها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه متفق عليه أحسن أحسن فضل أمير المؤمنين أبي حفص عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنية وإنما لكل مريم ما نوى فمن كان هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت فمن كانت هجرته للدنيا يشيرها أو امرأة ينكحها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه متفق عليه ما شاء الله أحسن ومن ومن آه فضل ما شاء الله أحسنت يا أخي أحسنت ومن من الرجال بقي تفضل أنا أمير المؤمنين أبي حسن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول 
Tayyib, 
What does it mean, this phrase? Al-Mutafiqu There's two views. Ah. The first one is that, that the hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim. And the second view is that it's in Ahmed, Bukhari and Muslim. Jamilan, Jamilan. Taib, hadha li ihda banatina, one of our sisters. Kalimatu innama, ayu nu'i kalimatin hadihi. The word innama. What type of word is this? Kalimatul Hasa. Jamila. Let's start with the second hadith, Ikhwan. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. عن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال عن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال بينما نحن جلوس عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذات يوم إذ طلع علينا رجل شديد بياض الثياب شديد سوار الشعر لا يرى عليه أثر السفر ولا يعرفه منا أحد حتى جلس إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأسند ركبتيه إلى ركبتيه ووضع كفيه على فخذيه وقال يا محمد أخبرني عن الإسلام فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الإسلام أن تشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمدا رسول الله وتقيم الصلاة وتؤتي الزكاة وتصوم رمضان وتحج البيت إن استطعت إليه سبيلا قال صدقت قال فعجبنا له يسأله ويصدقه قال فأخبرني عن الإيمان قال أن تؤمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله واليوم الآخر وتؤمن بالقدر خيره وشره قال صدقت قال فاخبرني عن الإحسان 
قال أن تعبد الله قال أن تعبد الله قال أن تعبد الله قال أن تعبد الله كأنك تراه فإن لم تكن تراه فإنه يراك قال فأخبرني عن الساعة قال ما المسؤول عنها بأعلم من السائل قال فأخبرني عن أماراتها قال أن تلد الأمة ربتها قال أن تلد الأمة ربتها وأن ترى الحفات العرات العالة العالة رعاء الشاء يتطاولون في البنيان قال ثم انطلق فلبثت مليا ثم قال لي يا عمر أتدري من السائل قلت الله ورسوله أعلم قال فإنه جبريل أتاكم يعلمكم دينكم رواه مسلم طيب هذا الحديث طويل يا أخوان سلام حديث وَلَعَلَّهُ أَطْوَلُ حَدِيثًا فِي هَذَا الْكِتَابِ الْمُبَارِكِ And perhaps this is the longest hadith in this book. وَأَحْبَبْنَا أَنْ نُقَسِمُ الْحَدِيثَ قِسْمًا And I like to divide the hadith into parts. لكن ما عندنا هذا الدرس إلا في يوم واحد. However, we only have class once a week. فَمِمَّا أَرَى مِنْ جَمِيعِكُمْ تَسْتَتِيعُونَ وَنَسْتَتِيعُ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى أَنْ نَحْفَظَ هَذَا الْحَدِيثَ في أسبوع كامل بإذن الله الرحمن الرحيم. So what I see from you brothers and you sisters and you children, mashallah ta'ala, that I believe we have the ability by Allah, His mercy, to memorize this hadith in a week. بعدكم الحمد لله سيحفظها لمدة غد إن شاء الله. وبعدكم الآن. Some of you الحمد لله tomorrow is going to have the hadith memorized. Some of you already have it memorized. والحمد لله. فلذلك نحاول أن نكمل هذا الحديث في هذه الليلة بإذن الله تعالى. So we're gonna try our best to complete this whole hadith tonight, إن شاء الله تعالى. التعليقات لهذا الحديث طويلة. The commentary that we can bring from this hadith is numerous, يا إخوان. نحاول أن أن نختصرها إن شاء الله تعالى. We're gonna try to summarize it بإذن الله تعالى. طيب من لا يفهم الحديث؟ Who does not understand the hadith? سنترجمه إن شاء الله. We're going to translate إن شاء الله تعالى. طيب. فالنسخة عند معظمكم. Most of you have the books, huh? Most of you. If not all of you, all of our sisters. طيب. All of the brothers, almost. وإذا ما عندك الكتاب يا إخوان بين لنا إن شاء الله تعالى حتى نعطيك. And if you don't have the book, even in English, let us know so we can make sure you have a copy of the book إن شاء الله تعالى. ففي هذا في هذا الدرس نريد أن نحفظ ما استطعنا إليه سبيلا أن نحفظ من الحديث 
So in this class, we're gonna try our best to memorize whatever we can memorize from the likes of these ahadith. وكما قلنا هذا الحديث أطول حديث من هذا الكتاب من هذا الكتاب. And as we mentioned, this is the longest hadith, Allah alam, in the book. طيب الآن نترجمه إن شاء الله تعالى ثم نقرأه مرارا. We're gonna translate it and then inshallah we're gonna repeat it inshallah a few more times. بإذن الله تعالى بإذن الله تعالى. عن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال On the authority of Umar ibn al-Khattab May Allah be pleased with him Who said بينما نحن جلوس عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم While we were sitting with the messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام Or in the company of the messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام That يوم On a particular day إذ طلع علينا رجل Then all of a sudden إذ طلع علينا رجل A man appeared to us إذ طلع means to appear إذ طلع means to appear نقول إذ طلعت الشمس We say the sun has appeared إذ طلع الرجل The man has appeared إذ طلعت المرأة The woman has appeared Shadidu bayad A man who his garment was extremely, exceedingly white. Shadidu His garment, his stove was extremely white. Or his garments was extremely white. Shadidu sawad And his hair was extremely black. لا يرى عليه أثر السفر and no no signs of travel were upon him ولا يعرفه منا أحد and no one from amongst us recognized him no one from amongst us knew him recognized him طيب هذا قسمة الحديث يبين ماذا this part of the hadith firstly clarifies what what is Omar trying to anticipate trying to establish this person is not uh, familiar at all. And no one from amongst the companions at that time knew who this man was. And then Umar describes his disposition, describes the condition of how the man came. Until he sat. Jalasa means to sit. Ila Nabi. He sat at the Prophet of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fasnada Rukbatehi ila Rukbatehi. And he placed or he joined together. Asnada means to connect, to join. Asnada Rukbatehi ila Rukbatehi. And he joined, he connected, he placed his knees to the knees of the Messenger. And he placed his palms upon his thighs. Let's stop here briefly. Here, the scholars differ into two understandings here regarding this sentence. What does it mean? He placed his palms. Whose palms? How do you know Jabir? The man 
The man. The man. How do you know the man? Why do we say the man? And we don't say Jibril yet? Hey, the man. Umar said, And all of a sudden, a man came to us. That's at the end of the hadith. Al-Shaykh Hafiz al-Hadith. He learned the hadith already. So he knows this man is Jibreel. How do you know it's Jibreel? The Messenger of Allah said, Really, that was Jibreel. He came to you to teach your religion. Let's go back to the beginning. So the scholar is different to two opinions. He placed his palms. Whose palms? The man. Upon his thighs. Whose thighs? The Prophet. That's the first opinion. Or the man himself, his thighs. And that's the second opinion. Some scholars say, as you brothers say, the man came and placed his knees to the knees of the Prophet. And he placed his own his own palms upon his own thighs. He sat like this. Some other scholars say, no. Some scholars say he put his knees to the knees of the Prophet and he put his palms upon the thighs of the Prophet and he sat like this to the Messenger of Allah. That's a strange position, but that ha it could be there in the Arabic language because the pronoun he says, upon his thighs. And he didn't clarify upon whose thighs. He didn't clarify upon whose thighs. So some scholars say he put his palms upon his own thighs. And that's the most apparent. And this is the most famous way to sit in Allah Muslims. But it's not strange to the Arab. This position, sitting like this, could be strange in Africa, could be strange in Yemen, could be strange in America, could be strange. But in Mecca at that time, it wasn't strange amongst the Arab to sit like this, on the thighs of another man. To walk down the street and see two men holding hands. In America now, perhaps there's something else. You see two men holding hands, walking in Walmart, talking to each other. Mashallah, how's everything? Mashallah, what you going to have for lunch? Perhaps they believe something different. At any rate, amongst the Muslims, it's not strange. The Muslims are brothers. The sisters are brothers. It's not strange for two sisters to be walking, reciting to one another. It's not strange amongst the Muslims. But to the other than the Muslims, this is strange. So some scholars say this, some say that. Hold on. I'm going to to Kulishay. You want this? You have your hand up? Somebody have their hand up on this side? No. Any of our sisters have anything to mention? You guys with me? Any of the brothers? Let's continue. 
Islam. So he said, Oh Muhammad, tell me about Islam. وقال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام الإسلام وانتشد لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله. So the Messenger of Allah said, Al-Islam is that you testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And that you testify that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. وتقيم الصلاة And that you establish the prayer. وتتيه الزكاه And you give the zakat. وتصوم رمضان And you fast in Ramadan. وَتَحُجَّ الْبَيْتَ إِنْ اسْتَطَعْتَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا And that you perform the pilgrimage to the house, the Kaaba, إِنْ اسْتَطَعْتَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا If, pay attention there, if you have the ability to do so. إِذَا لَعَبْدُ لَا يَسَتِيعُ أَنْ يَحُجَّ هَلْ عَلَيْهِ أَنْ يَحُجَّ If the man or woman doesn't have the ability to make hajj, is it upon them to, upon them to make hajj? No. The answer is no. If the sister, this important, if the woman doesn't have a mahram, either ma indaha mahram aslan, or indaha mahram, lakin huwa mashgulun fi hadha waqt, la yumkinu an yusafira ma'aha, mathalan, either she has no mahram, or she has a mahram, but he can't make hajj with her. She has a abbey, she has a brother, she has an uncle, she has a husband, but at hajj time, they're not there. They're busy, for example. Is it upon her to make hajj? No. The answer is no. sahih. But if she makes hajj without a mahram, what's the ruling of her hajj? Is it accepted? Is it accepted. Uh, not accepted? It's accepted. It's accepted. But she's sinful. From the time she left her house and traveled with no mahram, and she makes the hajj, throughout the time of the hajj, and she comes back to her house, she's sinful. That's why we said this is important. Nowadays, you hear some, some weird speech, some strange speech. The likes of that. You never heard the likes of this before. Never. But five years ago, seven years ago, we began to hear the likes of this. And this speech is nowadays you hear many of the groups, the travel agencies, the travel groups, be careful of those programs there, Yaquan. Where they say, you sisters, pay your money, pay your money. You are in a group. We have a brother here, an imam here, for example, a shaykh, a student of knowledge. He is the mahram for all of you. Religiously, how is that the case? Either naqood, 
If we ask that one simple question, this whole group, 20 sisters, mashallah ta'ala, or 30, or 40, or 50, and the brother is the mahram, all of them. If we say that's correct, our question is, is he allowed to marry them? If you say yes, he can't be the mahram. If he's allowed to marry them, not if he's married to one or two or three or four, no. If he's allowed to marry these 20 women, our beloved brother, he's the mahram of them. You say, Tayyip. Are you allowed to marry them? Yes, that's allowed religiously, and you can't be the mahram. How can you be the mahram if you're allowed to marry them? The maharam are those men that you can never marry. If you're allowed to marry him, you can't be a mahram. If you take that principle, you can identify who's a mahram. A sister may say, Tayyip, I'm with my sister, and that's her husband. A sister says, I'm with my sister and we're with her husband. I can't marry him right now, and that's true. But can you marry him if the situation changes? Yes. Then he's not your mother. You are allowed to marry two sisters? In the religion or blood sisters? You are allowed to do that. But what? It can't be at the same time. Not at the same time. mutazawajun bi imratin al-an. Thumma talaqaha. The man is married to a sister right now. You're not going to see this a lot. In the Muslim world, you see this sometimes. In America, maybe not ever. In the West, maybe not ever. The man is married to a woman. And then they have a divorce. It doesn't work out. Tayyip. Sometime later, tazawaja bi ukhtiha. He marries her sister. Had had the ja'is, is that allowed? Yeah. Religious, take your emotions away. Man, how is he going to marry the sister, yaakhi? Wait till we come outside, I got something for him. The sister going to jump him, the brothers are going to jump him. <laughs> Soon as he leaves that masjid, her whole family is outside waiting, the community is waiting. We're all going to be outside, no problem. Let's put our emotions to the side. Religiously, is that allowed? Yes. The answer is yes. But you can't marry them at the same time. Right? There's some people you can't marry right now. I won't say that example. Uh, there's some people you can marry, but not right now. And there's some people you can't marry no matter what. No matter what. Your sister from suckling. You know suckling. A woman suckles this child five or six full sucklings. And an asbahat laka. So now this suckle girl, the baby, becomes your sister. If your mother suckles a baby, a girl, now your mother becomes her mother of suckling. And you can't marry her, she becomes your Sister. طيب. They grow up. وَهِيَ جَمِيلَ طَوِيلَ صَاحِبَةُ الْعِلْمِ مُتَأَدِّبَ مَثَلًا وَلَهَا مَال What's the fourth one, Yaqwan? وَلَهَا الدِّين So they grow old. They grow then They become elder. Uh, they reach, reach puberty. She has religion, or she's pretty, or she has money, or she has status. These are the four recommended things according to who? 
to get married, when you're choosing a woman, who said look for these four? The Prophet the Prophet the Prophet. Are these the only four reasons to get married? No. These are the most. Use it, man. Why do you want to marry that girl? Man, look at her, yeah. That's why I want to marry her. Second example. Why did you choose that girl? She has money. Why did you choose that girl? Man, her father's a sheikh. His father's a sheikh. His father's a sheikh. His father's a sheikh. Her mother's a judge. Her mother's mother's a judge. Her lineage. Alhamdulillah. And what's the last one, Ikhwan? She has religion. Why did you marry the girl? She reminds me of Allah. And that's the best. Many of the youth, that's our last reason, Ikhwan. Most of the brothers, the girl walks past, oh, hey, hey, who, who's, that? who's that sister right there, Yaqi? That's most of the men. That's most of us, Ikhwan. We barely choose the woman that has religion. And I'm not saying you can't marry a woman that's pretty. That's not my Islamic Akhwah. Now if the brother's saying, I can't choose a pretty girl, I'm not saying that, Akhwah. I'm not saying that. But many of us have a lana. Why the khatab? Many of the men, this is the most important thing to most of us. You go to the average brother, hey, I got a sister for you. What's his first question going to be? How does she look like? First question. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Hey, yeah, mashallah. I got all these sisters I'm in charge of. I was, you seem like a nice brother. Mashallah. Good understanding of the religion. Responsible, truthful, honorable. What do you think? Oh, I got one question, yeah. <laughs> What's the question, yeah? Is she beautiful or not? That's most of us as men. The Prophet of Allah said, don't do that. He said, Father, Father, be that to deen. Taribat where are we from this hadith? You brothers that want to get married, hadith. Memorize the likes of this hadith, ya The Messenger of Allah said, Choose the one that has religion, and your hands will be wiped away in dust. That's like an Arab proverb to me, Tuflih, Tanjah. You will be successful. Your hands will be wiped away in dust. You have everything you need. The woman that has the religion, this is the woman that.